Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, April 7th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the rivalry on oversight heats up. Number two, Biden and National Democrats criticize the Tennessee lawmakers' expulsion. And number three, what you should expect on banking policy once Congress returns. A quick note at the top, today is Jobs Day. Uh, the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics will release the March jobs numbers. Uh, we will see how that will turn out. You know, the the I would get into the predictions, but they're practically useless because um, they oftentimes are wrong. So, or at least sometimes are wrong. So we'll have coverage in the... Um, Midday edition today, if there's anything horribly surprising, we'll send out a text to premium subscribers. So sign up for premium. Uh, if you haven't, then you should. So let's get into the news of the day. Top story of the day. Number one story is oversight is heating up. Now, let's be clear. The House Oversight Committee is a um, always a hotbed of anger and tension, especially when it's controlled by the, the opposite party from the president. Um this it is right now. Obviously, the House is controlled by Republicans and James Comer of Kentucky is the chair. The ranking member is none other than Jamie Raskin of Maryland. Uh, Raskin, of course, is a constitutional law professor, um, a lawyer with a Harvard degree who is uh, gained fame during the Trump administration for being anti-Trump and being very, you know, uh, firmly uh, very strong against Trump. Comer, of course, is an ally of Mitch McConnell, ran for governor of Kentucky, um, lost narrowly to Matt Bevin. The power dynamics between the two men break down like this. It's Comer's job to go after Biden, period, the end. That is his charge. That's what he said he's going to do. That's where the, that's the center of his universe. Raskin needs to stick up for Biden, period. So Comer against Biden, Raskin for Biden. Um, it's probably the most contentious relationship in Congress, period. And, and no matter what the president, who, no matter who's in the majority, whatever, it is incredibly contentious. So the, at issue here is Comer basically has said on time and time again that um, he has spoken to four people about Joe Biden and his family and what they, what Republicans call self-dealing effectively in their uh, among Hunter Biden and James Biden and whatever, all those folks. Raskin has tried to get information on who the committee has talked to. The committee aides told Republican aides they've only talked to two people. Raskin, uh, uh, Comer keeps saying that they've talked to four people. So basically, uh, Raskin is accusing Comer of lying or not being forthright about what the committee has done. Okay, so. Comer basically cops to that. In a statement, he said, it should be no surprise that whistleblowers do not trust Raskin. Uh, so he's saying, yeah, well, perhaps we have talked to people, but we're not sharing it with you. That is a breach of protocol-ish. I mean, this, this kind of stuff happens frequently. Um, also interesting, Raskin says that Comer won't give them access to Hunter Biden's laptop. Um We've been down the road of Hunter Biden's laptop for a couple of years now. We're relitigating the 2016 election pretty much every day. Um, listen, this is a House Oversight Committee is a war zone. Comer is doing uh, what his members want him to do and, frankly, what the leadership wants him to do. But these kinds of flare-ups are notable because they uh, uh, just highlight the tension between the two parties. 
Number two story of the day will take you to Nashville, where the Tennessee General Assembly, Republicans in the Tennessee General Assembly, expelled two black lawmakers, but not a white lawmaker, for violating the chamber's rule on rules on protests that the members, the state reps that were that were expelled are Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. Gloria Johnson, a white woman who also involved herself in that protest against guns and for gun control, was not expelled. Biden called it shocking, undemocratic, and without precedent. Hakeem Jeffries said these white right-wing extremists can never be trusted. That is a, a part of a, a longer statement that we have fully in the newsletter this morning. Our point is here, this uh, expulsion, which is um, has been brewing for a couple days now, uh, is uh, reaching the top levels of, of democratic politics. It is a quite shocking incident, obviously, that these members were expelled. Um, and it, this this kind of, um, uh, the story is going to last for a couple days now. It's going to be a, uh, something that a lot of people seize on. Remember, Democrats in 2016 staged a similar protest in the House floor. No one was expelled. They just, it's politic, this is just politically stupid, quite frankly, by the Republicans in the Tennessee General Assembly. Number three story of the day, what's going to happen with banking after Congress gets back? Uh, that would be uh, more than a week from now. Brendan Peterson with a great item. He has a couple different topics, executive accountability, uh, clawback executive pay, which is something that there's been uh, bipartisan agreement on, cannabis banking reform, uh, big issue, especially in April. As we all know, there's a certain cannabis-related holiday in April. Brendan reports there'll be a lot of eyes on cannabis banking reform. Uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Brendan also writes that crypto could finally have its day in the sun with House Financial Services Committee Chair Patrick McHenry vowing to focus on that. Just one note, we are only publishing AM editions next week. No midday and PM. Congress is out. So please enjoy some quiet, hopefully, but probably not. <laughs> and with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.